sports listeners, I am your host, Erica Salter, the queen of teens. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Sound of Our Routine Athletes. And all those people and businesses that support those teen athletes. I am very excited today. You know why? Because everything's positive today. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> We've got the positive report in the house. I love Renee, Janak, and Todd to bury. So I, I'm going to mess this you up. You nailed it, Erica. I did, did I? You nailed did I, it. Do, do okay? I get nervous because there's, there's an attorney in the house. And I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> No restraining order for me. I don't think you go. How are you guys doing today? <laughs> we're doing great. We're yes. doing positive. Like we're very, very positive. It's really nice because I know Renee, and it's really sweet because we got this bishop connection, and uh, you know our our kids were connected at one time. Not anymore, okay? But that's okay. But you know, once once we've been, I, I'm always going to connect you. Like I think you're like my sister, oh, a soul a like sister, right? I feel that too. I do. I really do. I really mean that. So. Um, and I gotta, I gotta say that um, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. You know, you've had a long road, and um, I feel for you. And I love what you're doing right now. And I love this positive report. I'm gonna let you talk about it. Thank you. I am so excited about it. We are tired of listening to all of the negative news, and came up with the idea to start linking great news stories. And it's just kind of evolved into something that we're really passionate about now. That engages people not just to listen to good news and read good news but to actually be good news and that's where their weekly challenges nice yeah so so the idea Are is people to ready for good news i know right <laughs> namita with namita's cuisine yes <laughs> celebrity chef you've been, it's, you've been away but now you're back i'm happy oh, about that the vegetables had kidnapped me Eric. the spices the spices <laughs> positive spices happy yes. spices that's what we need I've never met so, a sad vegetable. <laughs> <laughs> Dominique Hackett jumped in there. How you doing, Dominique? <laughs> I love Dominique. Good morning. So tell us, this is uh, online? It is. It Excellent. It is a website, um, www.thepositivereport.com. And we're also all over social media at The Usual Suspects, Facebook, Instagram, Facebook group page, Twitter, and even LinkedIn for some reason. So we're all over the airwaves. So uh, please check us out. So how did you come up with this? I mean, we are all uh, very disheartened by our mass media right now. What what was the brainchild? How did you put this together? Well, it started with Todd's idea a couple years ago to link the good news. Yeah, so the idea was to to really give good news in airing because all the bad news consumes all the time on the TV and the cable channels and everywhere, right? So, so the idea was, wait a minute, there's a lot of good happening in the world. There, there are a lot of good people in the world, a lot of good things going on. So why not give an airing to the good stuff? And then we got to thinking, it's not just reporting good news anybody can sort of report good news we want to challenge people as renee says challenge people uh to be good news that's that's our tagline right so be good news which means go out and something go out and do something (laughs) and don't just talk about it or read about it but go go clean the beach or go help a stranger or, or call a friend you haven't talked to in a while so that's the idea behind it so what's a what's a the highlighting news this week of then the good news report for example yeah well so we try to be topical and timely so we're running a post on why 
daylight savings time is actually good for you uh-huh. and the advantages of daylight savings time. Um, so that's the kind of thing we try to do, have real topical stuff and things, you know, news you can use kind of too. So stuff that's not just positive and helpful, but maybe people can benefit from it too. You know how I know it's going to explode is because when people on my particular website, on my Facebook page, I don't post anything but happy. So I have had so many people that I don't even know. I, I, I've gotten stopped saying, you know, I've went down your, I, I've looked on your feed because there's nothing about me. Only happy things that I pick out for others. And I don't pay attention to it because I post what I like. And I was up until two o'clock in the morning, just obsessed. And, I, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> just because I like it for me. Right. And not even. It feels un- good. Right. And, then- and I, so I post it. Not even thinking about any kind of impact. So when I hear from other people saying, you know, well, that just doesn't sell because of what the surveys or what, you know, something, I don't believe in what the other people and what those surveys are saying because that's just fake news. There's definitely a need for positive news. Exactly. And there's not one person that we've talked to who has not said, thank you, we need this so badly. Exactly. They don't turn the news on as much anymore. And, right. And I think the bad news really drains your energy. Right. You have nothing left to give right. when you... Look at the shows have. that are exploding that Simon Cowell and all of those... Sh- we all watching kids right now excel. Right. And we're listening to their stories. And it's making us happy. It's making us cry. Right. So that should tell us what the direction that the, the the media and all the advertisers are going and going in that direction because it's making us feel right that's yeah. it and i did check it all out and i love it thank what you. you're doing i think it's brilliant and i applaud you thank you very Great much it's i'm very, really proud of you very exciting thank yeah. you and i hope it like catches and obviously well, it's it has. gone international yes thank you thank you really so uh, maybe after the break uh, you could explain more about the challenges that yes, you yes, put up for people yeah, all right for sure. put, put your hands together yeah we are waking up thank god all right take a break Karen, erica salda pass those around we'll take a little break erica salda thank you dr d2 we've got a nice commercial gonna whip out for these guys right after these messages back and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Please tune in every, every single Tuesday. Tuesday. Oh, I'm so excited. I got goosebumps. Yes. Because <laughs> I love happy. Right? Yes. I'm the chief happiness officer, aren't I someplace? Yes. Where is that? Oh, Santa Barbara <laughs> Wellness. Yeah, that's right. That's what I do. Yeah, okay. Um, so let's do challenges. So talk. we've got challenges going on. What's the right. challenge? So we come up with a challenge yeah. each week. Um, <laughs> it's generally something that just takes a couple minutes. And the challenge this week is just to text someone or tell them three reasons you think they're awesome. That's it. Then you go on the website. You check it off. It takes about... Five seconds to do that. Okay. And we're hoping to just really get some momentum here and get people doing kind things. You know what I would love to see, especially on uh, the Echo Chamber radio and television programs? Okay. What? I know they wouldn't do it for a day. I know they wouldn't do it for a week. One hour. 
one hour, both sides of the spectrum, you have to spend one hour complimenting the people you have been bashing. And the next hour, you want to go back to bashing them again? Fine. But for one hour, you say nothing but good things about that person, that group, that organization, that situation. Yeah, I, I think in the future, the way that we're going to pick our leaders uh, and even our political leaders, who we want governing our local cities, countries, and our the world is going to be people who can compliment the opposition. Definitely. Because yeah. we really need that positivity where we all come together, recognize different points of view, but we come together to solve problems. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, that's a great uh, concept. And, and, if, and if only uh, people started doing that and reinstilling civility in public discourse, I mean, it would make the world so much better and things would get done more positively. I was watching a program uh, the other night and this one doctor, it's a wonderful program, I love it, it's called uh, The Good Doctor with an autistic doctor. And um, he's gotten himself into a little turmoil and there's this one gal who has sort of been uh, his partner in, in, in the process of, of learning medicine. And of course, he's not there anymore because he had a, uh, he fainted, he fell over, what have you. But he was trying to process the way he does. And they showed the diagrams on the screen, you know, how he does it. Remember the movie Temple Grandin, how they would show the diagrams, how she thinks? Well, they do that with him, right? So anyway, he's not available. So she says, I have to get into his head. So what she does is she gets a step, step stool so, she, so she's up as tall as she, he is. And uh, she asked the gal who was in the room when he fainted, where was he standing and which directions of her? And she did this and she was actually able to tap into his process mm -hmm. and solve the problem for this particular patient. Mm -hmm. Well, what happens when you are in an, in an adversarial situation, a competitive situation, you don't get that. Um, one of the authors I've had on my program many times, Greg Braden, he says study after study after study comparing the uh, level of quality and productivity between competition and cooperation, it always comes out Co cooperation is always on top. Well, by by encouraging positivity, you're helping people be in the limbic, uh, not in the limbic brain, but in the neocortex. Mm -hmm. You can speak more to that. Well, you know, I'm getting my neocortex lit up because I think there could be a follow-up to this, which could be exciting for our community. Because as I'm hearing you all speak, I'm also thinking of language. Um, you know, I was a language instructor for many years, but noise, I mean, language could be a melody or a source of noise pollution. So we also need tools, not just to put these new agey, beautiful, I love you words out there, but the motion in it on how to be responsible right. in the speech that you use out there. So at Adult Ed, good news guys, 29th, 30th and 31st of March, they're offering a fabulous course called Nonviolent Communication with Martian Rosenberg, who now passed away, but a fantastic person who created this whole module of how to... Please chime in, Dominique. Amazing book. If, if you have not read his book, it is so easy to use. And this is at the Wake Center, right here at Adult Ed at a very reasonable price. And you wanted me to talk about my food? Well, 
people can get to eat my food there because we're going to have a little mm -hmm. booth. But more excited, I'm glad to be participating with such a fantastic conference. So tools for positivity is the language of communication. You know what I, li I find a lot too, because, you know, especially, and I'm not trying to make anything political here, but I find that I had a couple of conversations and I find that a lot of times people can't even have a conversation because they're, they're so heated. Mm -hmm. And and Dominique knows this because she knows me since our kids were little peapots. When you're, when you're angry, you can't have a conversation with somebody. No. And because I've spent at least upwards of $10,000 in therapy, and I don't mind even owning it, and I have a therapist, and I go, oops, time to go see, you know, Helen McKenzie. Okay. Um, I don't mind putting her out there. Um, when you when you do the work, your own work, whether mm -hmm. I call Namita, who's, you know, a, a great person to speak to, or um, to having a conversation, because you've got to put down the walls and say, wow, I need to work on myself, and I don't have to push you, my agenda on anybody, because I'm coming out, and Dominique's mother said this, we've lost the ability, because of the uh, Facebook, and, and you and I had this conversation when we had lunch together last weekend, mm -hmm. we are not communicating because of technology. Mm -hmm. So we're not going together in groups and having a dialogue between humans. And Dominique said this much more eloquently than I could ever say it because well, I'm not really good well, at Lady that. Gaga made a very good point at the Grammys that, or after the Grammys because of the whole uproar over their performance. Social media is the toilet bowl of the internet and I tend to agree because of what it because of what you just said well there there's no consequence to what you've posted yeah. and so if you're not disciplined enough to stay in the arena of pause of positive comments and abide by what all of our mothers always said if you don't have something positive to say don't say anything at all mm -hmm. right isn't that the rule mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so people have left that and they're not experiencing a consequence and what they're actually experiencing is the art of monologue Yes. They are standing on their soapbox and they're having a commentary and then there's no reaction. Yeah. And they don't even realize it's monologue because nobody's reading Shakespeare. Well, between... Between the selfies and the monologues, mm -hmm. it's a fantastic platform for narcissism. Yes. Like just a natural... Yeah socially approved in fact they've included it in the DSM now narcissism in different categories because mm -hmm. it's become uh, an accepted platform of being yeah. which right. is very scary I, you wanna, know? I want you to address Namita a couple of quick things number one is in what you were talking about we aren't talking here about telling people you can't say what you feel and what you mean mm -hmm. but Address that from this perspective. The fact that words have power. Mm -hmm. right. Absolutely. Yes. Well, let's go back to my ancestry mantras that everybody loves doing in their yoga classes and everything. Um, <laughs> you know, they carry a sound, they carry a frequency, and not just that, and the intention in which you deliver the words. You know, you can say, take the famous word whatever and try to teach that to an ESL student. You can say whatever. You can, I mean, in, 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 in any intonation, <laughs> it can be interpreted. <laughs> <laughs> and you can feel the vibration, you mm -hmm. know. Have you done your homework? Whatever. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll throw another phrase out too that goes goes with that. It's all good. 
Right. No matter what happens, it's all good. Exactly. So it's it's basically a pause button on the other person. Um, So communication, Erica, is actually, I remember a very good professor, Gatenio, who taught the silent way. um, She said communication is a miracle. Um, it's actually, when you break down in Latin the word communication, it means communion of minds, any word that begins with com. So now, com has become the dot com instead. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yes. Very good. <laughs> it's the new sci-fi age. It is. It is, yeah. So tell us more of how people can get involved into your positive movement. Oh, so, uh, what we have on the uh, website now is a box for people to share their own ideas for challenges, share their own positive news stories, share videos of a person actually performing the challenge, send a photo of performing the challenge. So, for example, we have a clean up the beach challenge coming up. So, send in a video of before and after. Here's what the beach looked like before. We took the challenge. Here's what it looks like now. So we're really soliciting uh, help from the community um, to submit their own challenges, submit their own stories, submit their own videos. That makes more sense than the ice bucket challenge. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what was going through my head. Uh, I would recommend a meditation challenge oh. that everyone oh, spends. Oh, you know, uh, In fact, I did this for 40 days with a group of people where the first in the morning you had to figure out some thing that you were going to say to yourself mm-hmm. um, it could be any form of meditation but you do it for 40 days and then just see what happens and it it was life changing mm. well the brain changes in 40 days right yep uh, uh, by the way uh, also much better than the sliced cheese on a baby's face mm-hmm. challenge <laughs> <laughs> where in the Sam Hill did that come from no Dr. Andrea taught me how to meditate and I would love how she teaches you know old school like my father yeah. taught me how to swim he just threw me off the raft like we didn't have floaties <laughs> back in those days and it was like hurricane season what, she and he said to a cave? Uh, no she sent me to the uh, Alice Keck Park and it was I think she knew that there Toss was some convention going on and so it was fine when we got there five minutes or ten minutes to noon and then all the buses arrived at noon so we had to close our eyes at this park bench and then all of a sudden there must have been 500 people starting to go by and I swear to this day it was probably the most petrified I have ever felt and if I hear a noise outside I'll grab the Louisville Swoga and I'll go outside because (laughs) is today the day that I die that's fine but for whatever reason I could not sit on that bench for 20 minutes I was sweating because my eyes were closed and I had to pretend I was surfing some whatever wave she planted in my brain and I was so scared I wanted to like jump on her lap and I was shaking Mm. you know because all these people were walking by me and she was I kept on hearing her like every minute, breathe. Because all these people were walking by watching this woman sit on a bench like with her eyes closed. Like, what's wrong with her? You know what I mean? Oh, it let's was just do like a, different. Before we close, can we do a quick positive report round spontaneously? Let's say something oh, very quickly. Uh, all right. Come on, Erica. I'm not going first. Now you can no, say, I can't I go can first. meditate. I can't go first. This is, I got one minute left. I'm cued. ADHD is <laughs> blowing up. You go first. <laughs> My first comment, Ick, positive thing is, Greeting my chickens in the morning and being so thrilled at how they are all supporting each other. The mamas are all supporting the babies. And it's like, wow, that's how community should be. All the moms are 
aunties. You don't worry about uh, which baby goes with which hen. All the hens are aunties, and it made me very happy for community. Oh, well, you know, I'm riding right along with you, Dominique, because mine is an animal one, too. So, <laughs> um, my backyard, I just threw a bunch of kohirabi leaves, oh. leaves, and it's filled with bunnies, real ones. <laughs> and it makes me so happy. I wake up, and there's baby bunnies eating on the kohirabi leaves. Oh, my gosh, it's awesome. So, yes, happiness starts with animals and sunshine. <laughs> so, I think happiness starts with nature. And um, my father's last words were it's a beautiful world and I swear they've changed my life I now see the mountains I see the ocean and we are kind of bashing social media but I will say I've used it as a platform to post videos of all the sunsets I did that this morning and um, so I'm grateful for that yeah a positive thought I think to keep in mind along those lines Renee is is we see all the people sniping at one another, all the incivility we addressed earlier. We're all in this world together, and we don't get out of this racket alive, right? So why not make the journey pleasant mm. and civil and have civil discourse and civil discussions mm -hmm. and solve problems and be intellectually honest when you have discussions and the sniping and the name calling and the bitterness there's no time for that we're not here that long mm -hmm. we're all in this racket mm -hmm. together so just get along and make the most of it I want to I want to link on um, Todd's and it's how I always close every show every week and that is um, to make somebody happy today mm -hmm. and that's the best positivity that Santa Barbara we've gone through so much and we wouldn't have gone through it if we were not together so every day I tried to make somebody happy and when I dropped off my kids at St. Rayfield's and at Bishop and when I talked to them every single time I say make somebody happy today and Dr. D I know you can close with something really angelic because you're <laughs> the producer of the show and then we'll take a break because honestly and I say this, the commercials, as you know, we donate them and we mm -hmm. have for nine years mm -hmm. and it's to superheroes. And I know that the positive report is another superhero. Oh, yeah. And, and I really appreciate and applaud you guys, both of you. But before we go on break, what are you going to say, Dr. D? Well, I was just going to say that uh, I think that uh, um, uh, it's absolutely right that nature is our ultimate teacher. There mm -hmm. is no greater teacher than nature. And if we would just learn from her, um, from the animals, from the plants, etc., you don't see what we're doing going on in nature. It doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And so take a moment. I, a matter of fact, I was uh, um, uh, just yesterday, I was out in my truck and it had just, I think uh, the rains had just cleared out. And I was walking to the truck, and I was just hearing this, the best way I can describe it, cacophony of birds. <laughs> just, it was so loud. And I'm walking very slowly to the truck, and I get into the truck, and I open the door, and I sit down. And I just leave the door open. And then I say, I'm going to close the door, and I roll the window down. And I'm just sitting there listening. Just listening. I heard an occasional car go by. But mostly it was the birds. And then I started listening to the difference between the different sounds of the different birds. And I thought, wow, this is incredible. And there's one sound that we hear up on the hill, and when we hear it, we l almost literally jump for joy, and that's the frogs. Mm -hmm. And I have heard it said that when you hear the frogs, that means your ecosystem is okay. Mm -hmm. So up where we are, 
ecosystems good. And those are wonderful things to listen to. So if you get a moment, stop and just listen. Go down to the beach and just listen to the water roll in and out. It's, it literally is rejuvenating. It is. Take a break. We love you guys. Take a Thank break. Thank you. Thanks, Teen Sports Radio, <laughs> for giving us a chance to All tell right. about our site. We've got a lot more. Stay tuned for more after these messages. We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Woo! Positive. That's what I like. Mm -hmm. Positive shows. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Renee and Todd, they had to skip out. They had to do a challenge. I don't know. They they skip. I don't know what challenge they're doing, but they had to do something positive, Mm -hmm. though. And I love it because our kids need to be around positivity because mm-hmm. that's what i like yeah. um let's do some cleanup real fast before we jump into more some some more action um put your hands together for some massage green i love massage right. green gotta get in there love massage green I oh my get, god I gotta get worked over oh goodness i tell you it's taken a while but I, i've got my two boys i've got tom and i've got don and let me tell you so don i mean i i dominique is smiling right so it all depends where I'm at in my life. Okay, so I go to Tom. It's usually on weekends when, when, when the wheels fall off my bus. And when I want to just, I don't know, you know, folks out there know when things, she's, Dominique's got her head bumping up and down. When I'm getting, when I get mean and grumpy, I go to Tom, deep tissue, and ah, he just brings me back to the ground. Like when I want to let everything all out, he's got his bald head, and he's masculine, very dominating, and he goes, get over here, Erica. You know, he just settles me in. And I, I come out, and he just gets me in touch, you know, brings me back home, and he makes me feel really good. You know, Tom. You know, yeah. how, how, how can you define Tom? Well, so deep tissue massage is more focused on finding where the body is holding on to stress. That's it, stress. And then massaging that that point until the body lets go. That's and right. frequently, we don't even realize right. that we're holding that. We don't realize that we've scrunched our shoulders right. scrunched. all the way up or our calves have become right. as hard as rock. Right. And so the deep tissue massage is very healing to the body because right. when you're able to relax and relieve that tension, right. health and circulation right. comes back. Up, you know, he just opens the door and he goes, you know the routine. <laughs> <Don't say. laughs> just let me do my thing. Then Don, he's a different kind of guy. He's more, you know, mothering and, you know, when I need. And I when I leave there, as I always say, I have a sinus infection. I actually don't. Yeah, he gives me tissues. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, just like, you know, he, when I leave him, he's all, he, he gives me my water and he's all, bring it in. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he cuddles me. <laughs> so the, the other thing that happens is, um, uh, we hold that. we hold emotion emotion in our bodies as emotion. well emotion and yeah, yeah has emotions. emotions yeah so if you uh-huh. have a good masseuse sometimes the masseuse right. can go wow there's uh-huh. I feel that there's held up tension uh-huh. here what's happening for you and let's talk it out a little bit uh-huh. a lot and then, of talking yeah then you'll find does <laughs> <Lots> of talking <laughs> the talk with uh-huh. the massage therapy yeah. helps relieve the nervous system so what uh-huh. happens is with stressful events our nervous system can normalize Right. 
right. a level of stress that is actually not healthy. Uh-huh. If we mm-hmm. keep our body at that level of reaction to events where our right. cortisol level is very high, the body just goes, right. oh, okay, this is what how life is now. All right, I'll get prepared and I'll, and I'll function to my very best with those high levels of cortisol. Right. Well, that's shutting down our digestion. That's shutting down our immune system. That's shutting down over 50 to 80 functions in the body that we we really need for optimal health. So being able to go in and get a massage is so healthy because it helps bring it down, bring it down, and reset to where normal really should be with that cortisol level lower. So anyway, I love my Joe Grinnell and Sandy that own Massage Green. And I got to say, we have a co-host here on the team, Ronnie Sabajian, and for a lot of us out there, um, I'm allowed to speak because he's, he's, he's going retired. through a health challenge. Yes, he is. And I've got to say, Joe, we love you because um, Ronnie's sharing everything that you and Massage Green is doing for him because we have Team Ronnie, and he's going to be coming out. Actually, he was supposed to be on the show today. And... Um, um, I'm allowed to say he's got he's battling right now. He's doing the radiation. He's got like 40 more days of radiation, and you're letting him use our the prayers inf- go out to him. Yes, and you're letting him use the infrared for free. And he's also got Jesse Carroll, who's also a co-host, and I believe he's seeing Brian. And he's going to kill this thing, and he's going to beat it, and he's going to win it. And we love him. And he's just going to he's going to going to come out here on the show, and he's going to educate. Mm-hmm. And um, we love him. Yeah, I, I mean, we're so fortunate with our community of people that have come together with Teen Sports Radio. Mm-hmm. Everybody's all supporting each other and trying to bring about Ultima Health because Ronnie does so much in our community and he is such a supporter of the veterans, veterans and uh, just a, a wonderful, wonderful human being. So it's really wonderful that people are giving back to someone who has given so much. All right, so if you guys, anybody out there that knows Ronnie, um, everything that he's done, uh you know, what he has done for this community and the service he's given. You can't, um, you know, somebody like that, you know, you just give him a shout, give him some love, give him a hug. Do you know the thing on hugs? I just read this. Um, five seconds. We talked about this last week on the show. Mm-hmm. You know, you need like 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. You need to stop. I did this with a client. I told you. But actually, yeah, you were there. It's so That's strange. Right? It's weird. You think 20 seconds is it's an like eternity. really fast. But when you're <laughs> hugging someone, wow, right. it's a moment. Right. Yeah, it is. It is. It's yeah. a moment. So give that right. a try. The next time you go to hug family and friends. Was it awkward when I hugged you for that long? No. No? You liked no. it? Yeah. I thought so. Yeah. It's <laughs> good. It was kind of weird for Amrita looking at it, though. Yeah, Thank well, that's fine. No? But you know. I told her to bring it in. We had and a three-way you going. You did the same way. I know. I yeah. said, I said, come on in here, Amrita. You want a piece of this? <laughs> well, they have no, we, we did a family videos. hug. That's right. No, we did. That's right. We had pizza at my house, Chicago. That was good. And we yummy, wasn't it? I flew it in. And we all had this monster big... Where were you? Yes. Were you there? Part of the group hub. Yeah, oh, she was we did, yep, We did yep. the big group. I, yeah. I don't remember yes. you. Because yes. we were kind of large. Yeah. We all fit in my hallway. Yeah, that's right. And I said, big group <laughs> hug. That's the day I discovered how important it was for the healing hug. Yeah. You need like the 20 seconds. I think we extended. I think we went about 32, 33 seconds. Something like that, yeah. So yeah, the, it was big. the 20 seconds is to allow the body to register right. that something different Something weird's happened. going on. Something yeah. weird was going on in my hallway. And how it was. weird health. Hell, weird health. in a good way. Yes. Everybody's taking stuff so literal. I mean, it's like well. weird, happy weird. Yeah. Right? I'm not, not allowed to say sarcastic. I don't even mean it sarcastically. I think that was a cool thing. Yeah. How many times do you actually sit in a group today 
and do something funky, strange, cool in a hallway mm-hmm. in some, you know, New Yorker, whatever, in a hall. It was kind of smushy, you know. I don't know. We had a good, I don't know. We had a lot of, a lot of, you know. A lot of laughter. It, we were laughing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just because we needed to be together. Just yeah. like, oh, we haven't had that kind of experience. I've yeah. never had like five adults smushed in a hallway. <laughs> the last time I did that, I think I was in high school. I think it was like, like eight of us smushed in a VW Bug. No, you know? <laughs> Serious. But it was fun, right? Yeah. We yeah. needed to break yeah. up the ice, as they say. Yeah. 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 So anyway, we need to do that. And last Last but not least, I want to say um, a big love hug, okay? And I didn't hug. I actually, I did give him a hug, didn't I? Yes, you did. Not 30 seconds, though. That would have been, um, I don't know, in, in the catering department at Vons, Pete, all right? I did give him a hug and a Team Sports radio hey, jacket. Pete, thank you. Pete, you know, we love you. Um, what we what he did for us was phenomenal. Um, uh, On short pure, notice. Way short notice. Crazy notice. Pure Lau, who's a co-host here, he, uh, Bishop, had a big... Um, and fellow student, Nico. And, and Nico. What they mm-hmm. did is they had a retreat over at Bishop, and last minute, we signed up very late f- to feed 40 people, because I guess the water and all the fun things were taken. <laughs> so we said, okay, <laughs> we'll do the 40 people food. And and uh, Dominique looked at me, I looked at her, I think we each thought we took care of it, and nobody did. Wands is right across the street from us. And I called up Pete Answers, catering manager, and he goes, oh, we're short staff. We're supposed to have eight people. There's only two. And I said, please help us. And he did. We picked it up in 30 minutes, drove it over. Uh, Teen Sports Radio just took care of it. And Pete, we love you. Vons Catering. Uh, I will. We Turnpike Branch. We love you. I can't say enough about you. Let's take a break. This is Erica Salda, the Queen of Team. We'll be back with more fun after these messages. We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I'm your host, Erica Salter, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. Okay, Dominique, this is where you're going to do your thing. Um, we are going to talk about uh, this book that you've been wrapping around. Yeah. What, so, what do you so about? I've been really enjoying a book called Braiding Sweetgrass. And Dr. D, you can help me out with sure. the, pronouncing the author's name. Uh, her name, as soon as I can go back to it. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Robin. Her name is uh, Robin Wall Kimmerer. K-I-M-M-E-R-E-R. And she is. Uh, she has an- ancestry connected to the Potawatomi Potawatomi tribe. tribe uh huh. Yeah. And For Teen Sports Radio, this is great because all kids, I think, all of our teens should be looking at this. What bestseller? Yeah, it, um, I recommend listening to it as an audiobook because mm-hmm. she reads her own words and she uses yeah. a lot of Native American language while, nice. while yeah. teaching. She is a biologist and a professor of plant ecology. A botanist, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and um, what she's trying to do is wake people up to learning from nature. Learning how to, and she, of course, uh, has spent her career learning how to ask questions of nature using the tools of science. And they're not mutually exclusive in that respect. And as a professor, uh, a uh, Potawatomi woman, 
Uh, basically, she learned from elders, family, and history that uh, Potawatomi, as well as the majority of other cultures indigenous to the land, consider plants and animals to be our oldest, and I would add, greatest teachers. Yeah. So one of the, I, I'm, I don't know how many chapters in I am in the book, but one of the stories that just really touched my heart was one of the first times she took a class out into the wilderness, I, I wouldn't say wilderness, but uh, natural for, uh, national forest, and for three days she had all sorts of plants and um, ecological systems and identify this and categorize this, and every day was just filled with learning everything that they had already read in their textbooks and by the end of the third day they're all walking back to the buses and she had this sensation that she had failed she had failed in her teaching because she had passed on all of the science but she had not in her heart she didn't feel like she had passed on her love of everything that she adores about being in nature but the interesting thing is, as they were walking back to the bus, and, you know, the sky's beautiful, and it's just wonderful how she tells the story, the students, all of themselves, broke into song. Mm. And I won't tell you what they started singing, but she realized in that moment, and she's such an excellent storyteller, she realized that the kids got it. They got the love and adoring of nature, which is so healthy for us and helps bring us back into balance and alignment with how we're living our everyday life. And um, I was telling Erica some of the the many chapters in this book um, go over things like, for example, uh, we had a conversation about Indian giving. And when I was a kid, if someone were to accuse you of Indian giving, that was a derogatory term, and that meant that you were doing something that was culturally not acceptable. And it literally meant that you gave something to someone and then you took it back. And when you took it back, they called you an Indian giver. Yeah, we were taught that's a no-no. Yeah. So what she, uh, what Robin explains just so eloquently in this book is that from the Native American perspective, there is no ownership of land. We all have the opportunity to use the land and when we use it in harmony with all with other people and the resources of nature and we don't overuse then we have the opportunity to continue to use the land Mm -hmm. but there's no ownership so when a gift is given to someone it is given in the sense that it's assumed when i need it i'm you're going to give it back to me Mm -hmm. because there's no ownership so of course I would give you, you know, a jacket or I'd give you a blanket. And then next season, if I need it back, I'm going to ask for it back. And I know that you're going to give it back to me. Mm-hmm. So the Indian giving is actually the mindset that we want to have. We want to be stewards of our possessions rather than owners. We want to have things in our life where we are the trustee of it. We are the caretaker of it, not the owner of it. But we have we have beneficial use, and when when we can, we share it, mm-hmm. and it's it's not based on on an ownership sensation. So, this is just one of the many many lessons that she has uh, shared in her book, 
And uh, one of the beautiful things is just blending the science of how nature works with the natural wisdom that's been presented by our, our native indigenous populations all over the world. So what you have to do is just shift your perception. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. I have, to, I have to do the same thing because I've often, we've talked about this just in, in recently when with I had given a bunch of things away and, and I've noticed that um, the person that I gifted the things to took it because it was given to them, but not necessarily did the person I felt want them. Yeah, so the you body language said, it, told you. Right, so you had said, well, yeah. ask for it back. Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, maybe that person will re-gift it. Yes, which is perfectly fine. Right. So, but I should maybe ask. Yeah, if you need it, feel comfortable asking Or just ask the person, hey, give it away. Don't feel you have to keep it or give it back. Exactly. 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 Yeah. Well, there's a a line in an Irish song that basically goes, you don't own the land, the land owns you. And I think about, especially here on the South Coast, uh, Santa Barbara and the surrounding areas, how many families have been here for generations and they're still on the same land that they used to be on. Well, the reality is in the long haul, they don't own the land. I don't care what piece of paper they hold. Uh, if there's a flood, that land gets washed away, just what we had happen a few uh, a year or so ago. Um, or that family, eventually, they don't have more generations, or the family members move off the land and go somewhere else. Well, now who's going to own it? And this is one of the problems, I think, that we have, is everybody wants... They want ownership. That that ego part of us, that individual part of us, and I'm not saying it's necessarily wrong, but that, that, that the reality is that that part of us says, I want to own this house or this piece of land or this car or this whatever it is. You're not successful until you own something. Exactly. And it's like, well, but wait a minute. Who really owns it? It's kind of like when I take a look and, and observe, for example, prisons. Who's really the prisoner? The prisoners? Or the guards, because the guards are just as much prisoners as the prisoners are. That's true. And yeah. so when you, own, quote, unquote, own the land, what do you have to do? You've got to take care of it. Correct. And if you, it, So now who owns it? Correct. Yeah, well, who we just want who? to pass down to the teens and, and, the, and our kids yeah. moving forward um, that it's nice to be able to have them understand and perceive. And I think yeah. this, could, this is a great book for them to check out. Absolutely, absolutely. So, and it, um, the ending giver is also uh, awaking us to the idea that there are terms in our culture that we're misusing. Yeah. So let's find out some of those terms after break. <laughs> Sarah Casalda, the queen of teen. We'll be back with a lot more of do these messages. We are back, and this is the Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salda, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. So we checked out the positive report. Mm-hmm. We had some great hosts today. We're going to end up, we're going to finish up. We have a couple of minutes left with a couple of funny, funny, um, misunderstood words. We'll get through that. Maybe we'll come yeah. up with our own little challenge. You know, we'll talk about that. Absolutely. How about that? Um, so let's go over a couple of words. Dominique, you good at this. Well, I, I thought this was kind of interesting. Uh, I was looking at the definition of heathen. And most of the time, you know, you wouldn't want to be called a heathen, right? Do you know the origin language-wise? Yeah. 
What's the origin of the word itself? Not so much the meaning, but the origin. Is it? That I've got to look at the et- etymology, okay. etymology of the word. Yeah, okay. I have to look that up. Be that as it may. Yeah, be that as it may. Originally, the word just simply meant that for the people who lived uh, over in the heather. So it's like it wasn't the people who were in town. It was the people who lived outside of town were behind the heather. So they were the heathens. <laughs> okay. So, but that's all it meant. That's all it meant. It had no other connotation. It just meant that you didn't live in town. And so the connotation, the negative connotation came about as it was used and as the town developed and as the church in that area grew and as uh, people in power wanted to contain more power. They started making it derogatory. You know, why would you want to live out in the heather? You know, why would you live outside the bounds of town? Because they can't control the people that are outside the bounds of town. So that it started taking on a negative connotation. So th- I just, I like to make people awake that frequently there are words that we use to label either ourselves or other people in our culture or in another culture. And those words may be profoundly misunderstood. Mm-hmm. Mm. Give us another one. Um, real an- quick. Another one, real quick. Uh, which? Uh, that is a term, a derogatory term that's been used throughout history, and uh, really it, it points to a wise woman. It was someone who held the wisdom of healing, herb craft, and uh, how to birth babies. So that was a uh, extremely misunderstood term. Is that under the say the same category as the old crone? Yes. Yeah. Yes, indeed. See, I've always looked at old crone in a very positive light, you know, and and that uh, if there were the male version thereof, uh, I don't the know hermit. The hermit, okay. Uh, They were the ones you did go to for help. They would be herbalists as well. Mm -hmm. They knew how to Mm -hmm. mix the herbs if you had a, you know, Mm -hmm. for what ails you. They had the wisdom accumulated through time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Literally through time because they were drawing on ancestral knowledge that was passed Mm -hmm. down from generation to generation. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Let's check out the positive report. Let's try to think of. Words are powerful. Yes, they they are. are. And our kids, we need to. Live and uh, have nice role models for them. Okay, we've got a lot going on. We're shifting, we're changing, but that could be positive. Yeah. And learn where your words, the words that you're using are coming from. Exactly. Right. You know? Right. Exactly. And make somebody happy today. Yeah. Includes yourself. That's right, because that's positive. God bless Santa Barbara. See you next week. Mother, 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 Mother,